Hey everyone, welcome back to In Her Wallet, a weekly podcast helping women around the world take control of their finances for good and build better financial futures one episode at a time. My name is Sophia. I'm your host, the founder of In Her Wallet, and also an accredited investment representative in Canada. If you are watching me on YouTube, you've probably noticed the mic is on a different side. I'm just testing the audio quality, so I hope this doesn't scare you off, and also the picture is nice. But anyways, let me know what you think and give me your feedback in the comments below. As you know, earlier this week, we've released an episode with the founder of Chexy, a company that's on a mission to help you earn rewards for the largest monthly expense a lot of Canadians occur, which is your rent. This conversation with Lisa got me thinking how purchasing real estate is one of the biggest financial milestones for many of us primary reason of course is home ownership but also an opportunity to build your wealth and grow your money in the long run especially if you live in cities like toronto and vancouver where real estate markets appreciate in prices a lot so that got me thinking i want to jump on a wagon and join the discussion of what makes for a better long-term investment stocks or real estate But before we jump to discussing potential returns, let me first address the basic differences between investing in stock market and the real estate. First off, of course, stocks represent ownership in a company. When you buy stocks, it means that you become a partial owner of the company and you're able to benefit from its growth and profits. When it comes to real estate, buying real estate property such as houses, apartments, commercial buildings is a big step and how it lets you earn money is either through stable income, through rent or by selling it after the price of the property have increased and appreciated. Now, what are some of the key factors that you need to consider when deciding whether to invest into the stock market or real estate? First one that comes to my mind is liquidity. Stocks are highly liquid investments, which means that they can be sold and bought easily same day, almost same minute on the stock market. On the other hand, real estate tends to be less liquid, which means it requires more time and effort to buy and sell it. This means that in case of an unexpected financial needs, if they arise, stocks offer more flexibility in accessing your money. Another key factor I want to highlight here is diversification. As with any investing, real estate or stocks, diversification in, is key. So how do these two asset classes compare? Investing in stocks allows you to diversify your portfolio by buying stocks of different companies. And obviously, stock prices range a lot from a few dollars to a few hundred dollars to a few thousand dollars. But if we were to construct a portfolio of three different companies, let's say a tech company, a financial company, and a healthcare company. Um, I was looking at Yahoo for Finance today. So Apple is trading at $173 as of May 25th, 2023. One financial company stock such as Royal Bank of Canada, it's selling for $21 today. And one healthcare company stock, let's say Pfizer, today it's selling for $37. If we were to actually buy those stocks, we would need just under $250 to diversify, to build a diversified portfolio like that. Real estate, 
on the other hand, requires sizable amounts of wealth to diversify by different types of properties and also, more importantly, by locations. I would not discount the importance of diversification because it helps you, first of all, obviously mitigate risks, but also maximize potential returns. So when considering what to invest in, first, liquidity, second, diversification. And third factor can be your risk tolerance. How do these two compare? Stocks can be obviously more volatile and subject to market fluctuations, which can be challenging for some investors, especially those who already have a lot of fear built in into losing their money in the stock market. Real estate, on the other hand, has more upside here. It tends to be less volatile providing a sense of stability and potentially steady income if you're collecting rent payments. So what you need to do is obviously assess your personal risk tolerance level and choose the investment that aligns with that risk tolerance. Now that we got all the basics out of the way, let's finally look at potential returns and how both of these asset classes compare. So the persistent strength of many Canadian housing markets over the last decade has left a lot of people feeling that real estate has more compelling long-term investment returns than the stock market. So I wanted to test that strategy. I went on and did my own research. I pulled out the data from RBC Wealth Management and Bloomberg and here is what it suggests. It says that over the past two decades, both the stock market and real estate have delivered attractive long-term returns. I'll be pasting in a chart here. So if you're watching on YouTube, you're probably seeing a chart. If you're listening, go and check out the YouTube. But as this chart shows, the S&P and TSX composites have generated annualized total returns since early 1990s that are in line with or better than various Canadian real estate markets, including Toronto and Vancouver, which have experienced some of the most robust house price appreciations in recent years. Now, let's look at this second chart I have for you. This table shows that home price gains in a number of cities like Halifax, Toronto, and Vancouver, um, and Montreal actually, have outperformed the stock market in some years. And I know here you're probably thinking, uh-huh, then real estate is a way better fit. But it can be very tempting to focus solely on those good years when forming future expectations. Time horizon is key. It matters a lot. And what the other table suggests actually is that the Canadian stock market has more than kept pace with many local real estate markets as time horizon is lengthened. So what's my conclusion? While I recognize that the stock market is considered to be more volatile than the real estate market, a review of historical performances supports the view that equities have been an equally effective means for investors to build wealth over the long term, comparing to residential real estate in Canada. Before you jump to any conclusions on deciding what's a better asset class for you, I want to highlight how easy it is to get started with both of these, because this can also be a deciding factor for you guys.
So investing in stocks can be as easy as just opening a brokerage account if you don't have one and buying a stock. By the way, last week I released an episode on how to choose the right investing platform for you. So if you're in that stage right now, make sure to check it out. When we're talking about real estate, obviously the entry barrier is much higher. Money is required for the down payment. You need to make sure that you get access to the best uh, financing solution in terms of your mortgage. You get insurance coverage. Also, numerous transaction costs such as agent fees, commissions, legal fees, and land transfer tax. All of these you need to account for because you're just looking at the price of the house that's just the top of the iceberg and i understand for many canadians this could be a deal breaker so the choice of what asset class to invest in at this right moment in time is totally up to you and it depends on your individual circumstances such as your financial situation your goals and your risk tolerance some investors can be building an investment portfolio that consists of both these stocks and real estate properties and that's probably the best way to go i understand you need to have a lot of wealth to be in a position like that but uh for a young canadian a great way to start could be with investing in the stock market and later on starting to add real estate into your portfolio well that was a lot i thank you all for your time as always, I want you to give yourself credit for showing up for yourself and your future because every time you do that, you increase what's financially possible for you. Thank you all for your time and I'll see you next week.